0: Everyone, welcome to Pro Healthy Heart podcast. My name is Shalonda Peterson, and my goal for this podcast is to inspire others to live a healthier lifestyle spiritually, physically, and mentally. I will discuss topics on spiritual growth, health and fitness, and travel. I'm blessed to have a personal relationship with my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as well as by profession, I'm specialized in cardiology. My passion is to maintain a good spiritual and physical heart, which leads to inner peace and a healthier lifestyle. Today's podcast episode is about claiming God's promises. Our entire belief system is based on the promises of God. And we can trust God to be faithful to keep them all. However, many people miss out because they neglect him and don't take hold of the promises God has made to his children. To understand how to personally claim them, we must answer some important questions. Are all the promises in the Bible meant for us today? No. Sometimes they only apply to specific people, times, or situations. For example, his commitment to give Abraham and Sarah a baby in their old age does not apply to us today. However, many of the scriptural promises that are not to us can be for us because they illustrate how God meets needs, grants desires, and works in the lives of his children. Since his ways never change, we can count on him to work in a similar style today with us. Who has a right to claim a promise from God? The Lord's promises belong only to believers, with one exception. Unbelievers are free to claim his promise of salvation when they trust Jesus as their personal Savior. And you can find this in Romans chapter 10, verse 9. Until they take that step of faith, there's no assurance that God would answer their request However, even if you belong to the family of God, you forfeit your right to claim his promises when you live in sin. And you can read Isaiah chapter 59 verse 2 for that. The Lord will not contribute to your disobedience by blessing you with the fulfillment of his promises, but Confession and repentance will bring you back under his canopy of blessing. And you can read chapter 1, John. No, you can read 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 for that. Another essential requirement for claiming a promise is trust. And you can read James chapter 1, verse 5 to 6 for that. We must believe that God would do what he has said. Why does God promise us anything? The Lord makes promises because he loves us unconditionally and wants to give us guidance, provision, and protection. Secondly, he reveals himself in ways that display his amazing wisdom power, and grace. There's nothing we can do to deserve his promises. So it's our responsibility to simply believe and depend upon him to fulfill them all. How can we know God will keep his promises? His character is our guarantee. Since he's perfect, Unchanging, constantly truthful, and all powerful. He won't fail to keep his word. Nothing is impossible for him. There is no situation the Lord does not have a solution for, and there is no question he can't answer. Every promise in God's word is sure, and if we use the scriptures as our compass, He'll show us how we should live. When we have personal needs, God has promised to fulfill. We should remember he will only do so when the contents of the scripture scripture allows it. No one should take a promise from the Bible and claim it without considering its contents. For example, in 1 John 5, verse 14-15, the Lord promises to answer our prayers, but the context reveals that it's conditional. Our requests must be made according to His will. We must make certain we meet the qualifications before claiming them. Fulfilling his promise honors him. You shouldn't expect the Lord to answer selfish requests that don't glorify him. But when we have legitimate needs and claim, his promise of provision, God will fulfill our petitions because doing so brings him honor. Fulfilling his promise is consistent with his immediate will for our lives. Whatever the need, we can claim God's promise to meet it. But there are situations when his timing and methods don't match our expectations. When this happens, we must remember that he has something even better in mind. If you're unsure about his will in a particular situation, you can simply ask him to show you what he desires. And you can read Matthew 7, verse 7 for that. Fulfilling his promise is an encouragement to others. If we ask God to provide reassurance to others, We can claim His promise to provide. When people around you see the fulfillment, they discover how faithful and good He is. We willingly walk in obedience to His will. Choosing to live obediently gives us the right and privilege to claim His promises. But If you are rebellious and living according to your own desires, you've positioned yourself outside of his will and made his promises ineffective. Although God is the one who fulfills his promises, we also have responsibilities in the process. We must be living in obedience to God so sin isn't hindering our relationship. We must ask in faith, believing he would do what he's promised. Also, we can know he will fulfill a promise when the Spirit, the Spirit of God confirms it. One of the Holy Spirit's responsibilities is to reveal truth. When we seek God's thoughts on a particular subject and believes. He's leading us in a certain direction. The Spirit gives us quiet confidence. If it's not the right path, we'll feel static in our souls instead. The peace of God prevails in our minds and spirits. Finally, we'll know we have a right stand confidently on our request to God when there's peace in our hearts that comes from knowing our request fit who we are as children of God and that they are aligned with his word. We must be patient and wait for his timing. He knows exactly when to fulfill every promise because his judgment is perfect. If we do, God will always provide his best. In conclusion, we ought to respond to the Lord with obedience, faith, and patience. Many people pray right prayers and ask for right things, but make mistakes because they are unwilling to wait. God created time and he is in control of it. All we must do is trust that he will bring about his plan for our lives and his time. I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode and it can make a positive and effective impact in your life. Subscribe to this podcast, leave a review, and share. I will be posting a podcast episode every second and fourth Wednesday of each month. Also, follow me on Instagram at proheftyheart. Thank you for listening to Pro-Healthy Heart with your host, Shalonda Peterson. That's all for this episode, everyone. See you next time. One love. <laughs>